0: And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley. With premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more. All built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the Leather Collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new Leather Collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at four ninety nine ninety nine dollars 99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.
3: Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-3. That's 800-747-3733, title sponsors from day number one, no, before day number one of Zaslo Show 2.0, my guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, Alright, welcome, Zazlow Show 2.0, it is a Wednesday, the 21st of December, good to have you aboard, just a few days away from Christmas, we got the holiday weekend coming up, and uh, we're still doing shows, we're still doing shows next week, Christmas is this Sunday, so yeah, I don't think we're taking any days off, so, see, that's that's also a big difference from doing the podcast uh, to, you know, when we used to do terrestrial radio. I would have to take off, I would have to make sure I get in all my vacation days, you know, before the end of the year. So the week of Christmas uh, or, or, you know, next week, I would probably be off the entire week. Got to use up those days, use them or lose them. Well, now, that's not the scenario, right? If we need to take vacation days, we'll take vacation days when we need to do it. They're not going to run out my Zaslo show 2.0 vacation days don't run out. So I can take those vacation days whenever I want. It's not use them or lose them. So we are going to do some vacation in the beginning of January. Actually, we're going skiing, taking the family skiing. That's going to be great. But next week, you're off for Christmas break, for the holiday break. And you're like, oh, man, my favorite shows, they're all off this week. Nuh-uh. Zaslow show 2.0 we're gonna be all revved up and ready to go next week. no days off and especially because no days off and especially because Christmas is this Sunday uh, yeah we're we're gonna do the show Monday through Friday no problem right there. So there you go a little uh, a, a little house cleaning you know what to expect for next week. Zaslow show 2.0 always presented by our title sponsor Anna Jar and Levine accident attorneys 800-747-FREE if you're dealing with any type of personal injury you've had an accident no matter what it is slip and fall motorcycle bike car accident you get an attorney on the phone right away when you call anna jar and levine 800-747-FREE that's 3733 they're gonna take care of you let them worry about all the extracurricular stuff getting you the money that you deserve while you get healthy and you get better again You're dealing with any kind of personal injury. I send you to Anna and Levine, accident attorneys, because I know they're going to take care of you. 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. So last night, I went to the Heat game. Second time this year. All right, going as a fan. Had great seats last night. Sat uh, like we were uh, a couple rows up right next to the Heat bench. Behind the basket. Right next to the heat bench. Couple rows up. And, I mean, look. It's, it's... You guys know this. So I feel kind of stupid when I say it. But it is worth saying it. You know, the broadcast location, when I used to be on the broadcast for 12 years, were located at the very top... Center court at the very top of the upper... uh, Of the lower level. Excuse me. And, I mean, what a vantage point. Like, awesome way to watch the game. And the perfect way to call the game. Because you can kind of see everything. Now... They used to be on the floor many years ago, the broadcast, and some arenas still do on the floor, but you used to be on the floor, and so I was practically on the floor last night, we were watching the game, I mean, as close as you can be, and like I said, I don't need to really tell you this, you guys know this, what a difference when you're so close to the action, I mean, you could see not just how big the guys are, but just how physical the game is, and... There's little stuff happening there that you wouldn't notice otherwise. You certainly don't notice on television. You wouldn't notice if you're sitting, you know, even just regular seats. You're sitting so close to the like if you ever have the opportunity to sit so close to the floor, you'll you'll see what I'm talking about. It, it is it's a different experience when you're that close. So we had a lot of fun last night, except the game stunk. Uh, the Heat did not play well. The Heat had a great stretch in the second quarter, highlighted by like a fifteen to four run, but. They, they were they were down big in the first quarter and then went ice cold in the third quarter in the second half. And Chicago was up, I think, 12 going into the fourth quarter. They led by as many as 19 at one point. I had to get out of there. I had to get out of there. The Heat went down by, by 19. There was like four minutes left. Turn to my side. Yo, we're getting out of here. So we had to go. And the Heat wind up losing 113-103. What a difference, by the way. And, and I've, I've told you guys this before. Oh, my God. When I was a kid... The heat can be down by 30. And granted, when I was a kid, they were down by 30 plenty. Although those are some bad heat teams. Late 80s, early 90s. You know, the first few years of the team. And my dad could turn to me. There's two minutes left in the game. The heat down by 20 points. You know, hey, let's get out of here. Nope. When the clock hits zero, I don't go anywhere. When I was a kid, man, we would go to the games Miami Arena. What what an arena. We would be at the games. Not only do we never leave games early, no matter what the score, there's no chance I'm leaving early. But also, in the middle of the game, you know, my dad, you know, to me. hey, let, let's go get some food, let's go get some eat. I'll try and go, no, I'm not here to eat, I'm here to watch the game. I don't miss, I would never miss a second of the action. I, I, I don't need to eat anything, all right? Maybe they could bring the food to me sitting right here, but I'm not getting up. I'm not missing any of the game. I'm here for the game. I mean, you couldn't get me to miss a second of the action when I was a kid. So different now. So and I mean, everyone goes through it, right? Every adult goes through what I just told you. I'm not the only one as a kid. You don't want to miss any of the action. Although I was like super extreme when it came to that kind of stuff. But now, we gotta get if we got a chance to get out of there with a few minutes left so I can hit that parking lot before everybody else is getting out of there, beat a little bit of the traffic. We'll do that. Now I'm not talk about leaving when it's a, you know, four, five, six point game. But like last night, they're down by 19. Yo, we got to get out of here. And and the food situation back then, I'm not getting up from my seat now. I'll get up. I'll go wait in line to get a drink at the bar. I'll miss five minutes of game. I don't care. I got to get a drink. I want to have something to drink, which, by the way, is a new experience for me, of course, because this is the second game I've been to this year. And yeah, being at the games and, you know, not even just being at the games, but watching a heat game, period, while while having an adult beverage, because you know, back before I'm, I'm on the broadcast arena, you know, I got an adult beverage. Uh, you know, Mike Inglis or Jason Jackson, they're going to look at me with the side eye. Hey, you know, you can't be sipping on a bourbon right now. We're on the air. So even when I'm broadcasting from home, because for the last few years I was doing the road games from the Zaslow Mansions Network Studios, you know, I I, I obviously. I could have had an adult beverage, no one would have known. But I did it because I'm a professional. So a day like yesterday where I'm sitting in the stands. it's not just being at the game with a drink, it's just watching the Heat game with a drink. I like having a beer during the Dolphin game, certainly during Panther games. You gotta drink this year because they're back to being the Florida Panthers. Like they're not like they're not any good anymore. They're 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 back to being the Panthers. So you gotta have a drink. You have to drink when you watch the Panther games. But I I, I would never this is the first time these two games last night. First time in over a dozen years, I get to enjoy myself a little beverage. So, we had a good time. I especially like, and this stuff probably sounds stupid to you guys also because you all get to do this. I like being able to stand up and cheer at the Heat games. Like, it's fun. Get to stand up and yell. I don't do too much yelling. You know, I don't want to make a fool of myself. But, get to stand up. Like, there was one play. Coolest play of the game last night. And there just just weren't enough of them. But, coolest play of the game last night. uh, I think it was the third quarter. The Heat were down. Maybe it was the second quarter. And. Haywood Highsmith, which you know that he love Haywood Highsmith. And he's turned into a valuable player. And he got to play a ton last night. Now, he plays anyway, but he got to play a ton last night because of the injury situation and, and diarrhea. And we'll get to that. But Haywood Highsmith, the Heat missed a shot. Haywood Highsmith came from behind, stole the ball, which he always gets the steals. Passed it up top to Tyler Hero, in rhythm, shoots the three, buries it. But that's one of those deals like, I got to stand up while Tyler was shooting the ball, and I was excited when it went in. I haven't gotten to do anything like that in, you know, a dozen years. I, I don't get to be at the game and cheer like that. So I really do appreciate that. You know, I obviously miss doing the heat games, but there's also a part of me, um, I think Zaslo Show 2.0, I think this venture is going to be successful. And that, of course, is uh, due to to the listeners, due to you guys. And, of course, due to my current sponsors and my soon-to-be sponsors. I think it's going to wind up being successful. But, nonetheless, I do miss doing those Heat games. And one thing I don't miss, though, is not being able to get into it and cheer and that kind of deal. Not that I ever had to hold back because I didn't. Those guys were all so good to me in letting me you know, react the way I want to react, but certainly wasn't able to stand up. I mean, there were a few times where Ruth Riley Hunter had to hold me back because if there's a big dunk, you got to hold the person back who's next to you. Uh, you know, we have to hold each other back because I'm going to run on the floor if there's a big dunk, big play. I'm going to run on the floor and but You got you to hold me back sometimes, you know? But otherwise, I enjoyed last night because I, I like the experience again. I haven't been able to have that experience. I did not enjoy the game. Uh, game stunk. So the Heat lose last night, You had the one good stretch there really in the second quarter, and the rest of the game was a struggle. So I also feel like an idiot because yesterday, a good portion of Zaslow's show 2.0 was, hey, we're about to find out if the Heat are about that business, right? About to find out. Four-game win streak. And I sat here and told you, you know, going into the road trip, it's unrealistic, But they got to win all four of these games. And they did. Okay. And Zaslo Show 2.0 poll question yesterday, which and I was overwhelmingly overruled. I felt like my opinion of the heat had changed after the road trip. I felt, all right, they're turning a corner. You guys did not feel that way. Almost 70% of the vote came down to they just beat shit teams. I thought they were turning the corner. I think you go 4-0 on a road trip no matter who you're playing. It's still NBA teams. You go 4-0 on a road trip no matter who you're playing. I I think that's impressive. And now you're coming home for a homestand against, you know, not exactly top-notch competition. Chicago, who is Struggle City, seven games under 500 going into last night, In fighting in the team. Zach Levine, he may want out. I would love for the Heat to get their hands on him. Indiana, Minnesota, and then the Los Angeles Lakers, who are going to be without Anthony Davis. And I also told you yesterday, they're also going to be without LeBron because they're playing the second out of a back-to-back. They're in Orlando the night before that. That's a disclaimer for folks who are looking to buy tickets. Maybe get your kid a Christmas gift, see LeBron and the Lakers come to play the Heat. I don't think LeBron's going to play. That, you know, buyer beware. That's up to you. You take the gamble. Don't say it and tell you so. And then going into these four games, it's a lot to ask for. They should have an eight-game winning streak coming out of it. Well, that is over with before it got started. So, I told you, and I feel like an idiot again. I told you, we're going to find out if the Heat are about that business, and we have found out that they are not about that business. All right? The Heat, right from the get-go, they lose the first game of the homestand. They lose to a team that has been struggling. And, I mean, the Heat defense stinks. It stunk most of the season. The Heat three-point shooting stinks, and holy shit, like last night, last night's the kind of game you're without Butler, you're without Lowry, you're without Kayla Martin. The Kayla Martin part, it's like, that's not that big a deal, but you're, and I like Kayla Martin, that's all I'm saying, but like Haywood Highsmith, if Haywood Highsmith's giving you 18 points, it, they wasted the Haywood Highsmith performance last night, is essentially what it comes down to. Like, I was there also with a friend of mine. And I told, like, you know, I was like, Haywood Highsmith, they like him, man. He's he's a good player. And he hit a three early on in the game, which at the time gave him, like, seven points. And I told my buddy, I go, you get any points from Haywood Highsmith, that's a bonus. They don't expect anything from him. And then I look up, and he had seven at this point. Well, he finished with 18. He was four for four from three, Haywood Highsmith. Seven to six, uh, seven to ten overall. But four for four from three. And they wasted the Haywood Highsmith game because... You're not usually going to get anything from him on the offensive end. But he always gets you a couple steals. He's a terrific defender, really good hands. I like watching him play. Like he's I know there's a part of the Heat fan base that is kind of tired of the whole you know not no first round picks, developing players, that kind of deal. Uh because it's kind of landed the Heat where they are right now, where they're super middling this year. But Haywood Highsmith feels like that next guy. Obviously super young, but great defender already. They need that on this team. And even if like the offense has come, the three-point shooting it was four for four last night, but the three-point shooting that will wind up coming. You know, so I like watching Haywood Highsmith out there. And you got a great performance from Bam. He had 27 points, 12 rebounds. He was 12 of 15 hero was fine got to a very slow start but hero was fine he had 19 he was uh seven to sixteen overall four for eleven from three but the game was lost on the defensive end for sure and also behind the three point line now you can look at the heat three point shooting last night it wasn't terrible overall they knocked down a few threes late in the game it didn't really matter but two of your starters last night in place of Lowry and Butler are he without three starters but Two of your starters last night in place of Lowry and Butler, which we'll get to in a second, Max Struess and Victor Oladipo, awful. Awful. No other way to sum it up. The two of them from three, and I hate seeing Victor Oladipo chuck up the threes, man. I, I wish, and look, you got to give Oladipo a little bit of time, you know, but I, I wish he would drive to the basket more on a night like last night. His mid-range jumper is usually pretty solid. Like, you can use that. The three-point shooting between Struess and Oladipo last night, 3 of 15. Can't win like that. They were terrible. Struess and Oladipo combined for 3 for 15 from 3. Just You can't win like that. And so then you get to Lowry, who was questionable, and Butler, who was probable. So we'll start with Butler here, Okay. Game starts, like, we got there right at tip-off. Traffic is so bad. Oh, my God. So, game starts, and I see Butler's not in the lineup. I point to him, I'm like, ah, Butler's not in the lineup. And he wasn't on the bench either. Like, you know, Caleb Martin's on the bench. Lowry's on the bench in his messy jersey. And where's Jimmy? And I'm like, yeah, Jimmy's not always on the bench, you know, when he's hurt. You know, he, a lot of times he'll get treatment or just whatever. He, he's not on the bench all the time when he's not playing. And my buddy thought that was weird. Well, as it turns out, it's because he had diarrhea. He was out with gastro. He had diarrhea. And so he apparently was at shoot-around yesterday, even though he wasn't feeling well. He woke up with a stomach problem. It wound up keeping him out. Okay, that's fine. Did he, did he get something from Mexico City? Like, I see that a lot, that maybe he ate something in Mexico City. Although, can that be possible where... Unless it had been bothering him for a few days and he was still not over it. Because I thought I read that he woke up with the stomach issue on Tuesday morning. Because if that's the case, we're talking about Saturday to Tuesday from something he ate Saturday in Mexico City. I have to imagine that the team flew back after the game on Saturday. It was a 5 p.m. game. You figure they flew back and stay overnight in Mexico City. So three days later, three mornings later, We're talking about he's got a a stomach issue from something he ate in Mexico City. Can that be true? But anyway, Jimmy was out last night with diarrhea. Completely understandable. So, when Jimmy's out because of diarrhea, why can't Lowry play? Like, Lowry, okay, it's a scheduled day off, which I got a problem with the scheduled day off anyway because the Heat are not exactly in a position where they should be Uh, scheduling days off. They're a game over 500 going into last night. They're a game over 500. They've won four in a row. They got a chance to get this thing going. They're like, they're not seven games over 500 and they could manage the load of some of these guys like Kyle Lowry. I understand Lowry's been playing a lot of minutes and that's what he gets paid to do. I mean, Lowry came here last year, signed a three year, $90 million contract. It's a lot of money to be playing every game. And if at his age he can't play every game, if at his age he needs to be load-managed, the two worst words in sports, then he shouldn't be getting $30 million a year. He's not a $30 million a year player then. He certainly isn't by his production. And then when you add the production or subtract the production with he's not going to be able to play every day because of his age, how does he get $30 million a year? And I just don't understand... Okay, so it's a scheduled day off because he's been playing a lot of games. Once Jimmy Butler can't go, hey, Kyle, maybe we play tonight. I I, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. It, it doesn't make sense to me. The Heat are not in a position where they could be resting guys. And last night was an opportunity. Now, if Lowry plays that night to the Heat win, I don't know. But there's a bigger point here. The Heat are not in a position where they could rest guys. They're not in a position where, hey, we could take this game off because we're playing so, because our record is so good right now. You know, now you got Indiana coming on Friday, who's probably the best team. I mean, maybe Minnesota was probably the best team that you're going to see on this homestand. I don't know. What if the Heat now lose back to back games on this homestand? They're back under 500 and they've blown this homestand. I don't understand why Lowry can't play last night. The last game that he'd had was Saturday. Can't play on Tuesday. And, and you know, I'm, did Lowry even play on Saturday in Mexico City? I, I mean, I should know it off the top of my head. Uh, did Lowry even play in Mexico City? Give me a second here. No. I, just, I I know he's been playing. He's been playing a lot. He's been playing a lot of minutes. If he can't play a lot of minutes and he can't play a lot of games, why are they paying him $30 million a year? And I just feel like some type of adjustment has to be made when Jimmy gets to shoot around yesterday morning and he's got diarrhea. Hey, Kyle, maybe you play tonight. Maybe you play through it. I understand Caleb Martin's hurt. He's got an ankle injury. And especially consider Gabe Vincent's missed like the last 10 games. Yeah, Kyle, we kind of need you to suit up, man. Let's go. It's 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 so disappointing. I don't get it, man. I don't get it. So Oladipo and Struess were brutal last night. I don't understand why once Jimmy is out while why Lowry can't play. And just in general, the load management, the 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 not you know, the resting because you play too many minutes, whoever it is. Like I was I was glad to find out Jimmy had diarrhea because it doesn't make sense for Jimmy not to play. That makes sense. They're not in a position to have guys sitting out, and and you know it's not why they it's not why they lost. They lost because they couldn't hit threes. Like Max Struess and Oladipo need to hit threes, and the Heat's defense stinks with or without those guys. Although you know Butler obviously helps, but it's uh yeah it's frustrating not to capitalize on this win streak and this home stand. So okay, now you're in a position where that you you got to win the final three games on this home stand to have a winning home stand. If they go just two and one in these three games, it's a two-and-two homestand, it's a major missed opportunity. So again, Indiana, Minnesota, Los Angeles Lakers, they're gonna be without Anthony Davis. Oh, look at that. We got Amber on my television. That's right. We're recording Zaslow Show 2.0 right now. And our girl Amber Wilson and her new partner, that's Joe Fortenbaugh. They are filling in on Greenie right now. This would be the only time I ever watch Greenie. I mean, what a bore that show definitely is, but not when Amber is hosting. So we got Amber and Joe, although I think the show is going to be called Joe and Amber, and they're starting on January 3rd weeknights on ESPN Radio. But they are filling in right now on Greenie. So you're listening to Zaslow Show 2.0 right now, and then when you're done – you can get my, my former other half there. You go, You go, they probably got a podcast. I don't know what Greeny's got going on. Or you can watch it on demand on that ESPN Plus app, which I, I'm watching her right now. There you have it. Keep me updated on everything that's going on. So what else is going on? What else happened uh, uh, as far as the NBA goes last night? Uh, light night overall in the association, but still a few things that we got to go over here. By the way, got some stuff on Bradley Chubb coming up on the show today. We'll get to a little bit of that. Uh, Dolphins, of course, we are, what, four four sleeps away from Christmas Day. You're going to wake up Christmas Day and be like, yes, Dolphins Packers. Going to kick the shit out of them. Let's go. So a few days away from that. We're gonna get to get? I-, I got some Bradley Chubb stuff for you here. He was on the uh, the Voncast cast. Von Miller's got a podcast, the Voncast. And Bradley Chubb had some interesting stuff to say, so we'll get that for you uh, coming up here in a little bit. So, otherwise, in the NBA last night, uh, the Knicks. The Knicks have won eight in a row, man. The Knicks crushed the Warriors 132-94. to And you know what? I I, got to tell you, we got to be fair. You could have been critical, I'm pretty sure I was, about... Not the Jalen Brunson signing, but how much money they gave Jalen Brunson. Like, do you actually like does Jalen Brunson actually move the needle or are the Knicks any better because Jalen they, they got Jalen Brunson now? And the answer to that is yes. Like the Knicks have won eight in a row now. They're 18 and 13. That's a very good record. And Jalen Brunson is having a very good year for them. Very good year. So uh Brunson last night at twenty-one for the season. Jalen Brunson is averaging, let's see here, he's averaging 21 points and 6 assists per game. He shoots 47% overall. He's a good cool player. And he's probably going to be an all-star. So you got to give a little credit there. So the Knicks won 8 in a row. The Warriors are terrible. I told you, I mean, I'm, I'm using hyperbole, but I I don't know how the Warriors are going to win any games while Steph Curry's out. You know they're not going to win a road game. They're 3-15 on the road. They lose by 38 last night on TNT to the Knicks. They stink. I mean, what, Draymond couldn't, Draymond couldn't lead him? I mean, Draymond Green asking for max contracts. Seven points last night, five rebounds? Give me a break. That, that team stinks without Steph Curry. The Wizards, they end... this it. a bad loss. The Suns are not playing well right now. It's a bad loss. The Wizards snap a 10-game losing streak with a 113-110 win at the Phoenix Suns. That's a very bad loss. And... As far as the top of the Western Conference goes, the Nuggets beat the Grizzlies last night. Obviously, John Morant- Was John Morant last night? I feel like I saw him on the bench last night. Let me check real quick. Was John Morant- No, John played. He had 35 points. All right. So, even more impressive. The Nuggets beat the Grizzlies last night, 105-91. Big story there. Nikola Jokic becomes like the third player ever with a 13-13-13 line, and he actually had- Exactly 13 points, 13 rebounds, 13 assists. Becomes the third player ever, I believe, to do that. Joins pretty good company. Pretty good. Magic Johnson and Larry Bird. Pretty good. Pretty good company. And and now you look I, I told you the Western Conference top six is wild. And you look at the Western Conference top now, Denver, first place. Denver and Memphis are both 19-11, first and second place. So that's essentially what took place in the NBA last night. Those are the big stories there. The Knicks have won eight in a row. The Wizards uh, snap a 10-game skid, and the Nuggets get an historic kind of night from Nikola Jokic, and uh, the Nuggets are now in first place in the Western Conference. There you have it. Uh, Hey, If you guys aren't feeling well, I've told you this before. Doctors on Call 365. I've had Doctors on Call 365 come to my house twice over the last month. Once for for me to test me for COVID and the flu. Once for my son to test him for strep. And that's right. Dr. Alon and his team at Doctors on Call 365, South Florida's urgent care that comes to you. They will come to your home. You don't have to try and squeeze in an appointment at your doctor. You got 102 fever. They tell you, okay, we could see you in two weeks from now. No, I need someone right now. Doctors on call 365 comes to your home. You need IV fluids, you need vitamin therapy, you need blood drawn. He will write an order prescription for you right there in your home. Doctors on call 365.com. Now look, there's self-pay, but most insurances they're charging emergency room copays and fees for urgent care visits that are going to surpass what you're going to pay out of pocket for Doctors on Call 365 to come to your home. And the convenience, for me, can't put a price on it. Doctors on Call 365.com, 786-577-9302. That's 786 9302 So we got a couple nights off from the heat now. Like I said, they're back in action on Friday night against Indiana. But the Panthers are back tonight. The Panthers coming off a 7-3 drubbing. In Boston a couple nights ago, they face a New Jersey team that has been one of the biggest surprises in the National Hockey League this year, but have lost six in a row. That's right. The Devils lost last night in Carolina, I believe. Their sixth straight loss, their fifth straight loss, was Saturday against the Panthers. The Panthers went there to New Jersey, and they won, I think it was 4-2. It was I. I think as it was as good a win as the Panthers have had this year because, like I said, the Devils, even though it's struggle city for them right now, they have been probably the biggest surprise in the league. They have been excellent. So tonight you got a tough. Te- That's always a weird one, right? Where so the Devils are here tonight. Oh, it's good. We're fit. they've lost six in a row. That's really good. Now I I usually think different there where they're not going to lose a hundred in a row. They're going to they're going to win eventually. They're going to snap that streak. I always think it's weird when you're playing a team that's lost six in a row like this. You know you're going to get a super effort from them. They're trying to snap out of it. They're tired of losing. They've shown that they're a pretty good team before this losing streak. I, I, you probably say, oh, good, we're catching them at a good time. I think it's always weird when you're facing a team that's in the middle of a losing streak like that. You could totally lose this game tonight. And, you know, it's the Panthers. They're, they're not that team anymore. You know, they're not the team that we saw from the last couple of years. And now they're 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 just back to being the Panthers. That's that's what they're there's the Panthers. They're a team that's three games under five hundred. They're always, you know, four points back of the final playoff spot. And that's who they are this year. That's who they're gonna be the entire year. So you got a game tonight. All these games are super meaningful. It's one thing about the NHL regular season that I love, especially compared to the NBA. It really feels like the regular season is important. Every game feels important. And all the players play. I mean, that's kind of a big thing. All the players play. Now, Barkov is out again tonight. He's got the knee injury. It looks like he's out again tonight. Radko Gudis, I know, was a game-time decision a couple of nights ago. So hopefully they get him back on the blue line. And uh, and Anton Lundell is close to returning as well. So they could get some bodies back. But you're not going to be load management. You're not wondering who's going to sit out to rest. Nah, hockey players don't do that sissy crap. So, Panthers-Devils tonight live from uh, FLA Live Arena. uh, Looking to get back on track there. So, like I said, got a couple nights off from the Heat. But you do have the Panthers in action tonight. As far as the NFL goes, and we'll get to some of that Bradley Chubb stuff in a second. I I liked what he had to say. But, as far as the NFL goes, tomorrow night, Thursday night football we're actually pretty interested in the Thursday night football game tomorrow night's Jets and Jaguars. It's interesting from a Jaguar perspective because they're a game back of winning the NFC South or you know leading the NFC South. Can you imagine? I mean, whatever team wins that division is likely going to be under five hundred. Tennessee is seven and seven. A team that's under five hundred, not one of those years where like the division winner was eight and eight or the division winner was nine and seven. It's an uneven schedule now. Uh, You know, it's an odd number of games now. It's 17. You could totally have an 8-9 team. A 9-loss team hosting a playoff game in the wildcard run. I got no problem. That stuff's fluky. I got no problem with it. But you're interested because Trevor Lawrence has been playing great. And they're a game back of leading the NFC South. And then the Jets, you're obviously rooting for them to lose. The Jets are just a game back of the Dolphins for the final playoff spot there. Let's take a look at... So here's, here's what we got. And remember... It's a full slate of games on Saturday for the NFL. There's only three games on Sunday. Dolphins game is a standalone game at 1 o'clock against the Packers. Here's what you got. Here's what we're keeping an eye on. So you got Buffalo. Buffalo is at Chicago this weekend. Uh, The weather is going to be rough, but Buffalo, they can certainly handle it. Everybody knows that. Uh, Kansas City, they are hosting Seattle. So the two top teams... In the AFC, you feel like they got very winnable games. Cincinnati is at New England. I, I think New England's done. All right. And Tennessee at 7 and 7. They are the fourth division winner. They are hosting Houston. Tannehill's hurt. Tennessee can totally lose that game. I mean, you saw Houston, you know, they, they've been playing teams tough still. Uh, Houston, who is it they lost to, uh, in, you know, right in overtime? The Chiefs. Tennessee could totally lose that game which makes tomorrow night Jaguars and Jets that much more interesting. Now, as far as the wildcard teams go, the Dolphins are a game back of Baltimore, but do own the tie break. Lamar Jackson is questionable. Baltimore hosts Atlanta this weekend. Baltimore, if Lamar Jackson doesn't play, Baltimore can totally lose that game. Totally. And that's important for the Dolphins, all right? The LA Chargers, 8-6. and six. They currently own the head-to-head tie break with the Dolphins. They're at Indianapolis. I don't know how good the Chargers are, but you got to expect the Chargers win that game in Indianapolis. So the Dolphins, in order to keep pace, of course, the Dolphins have the Packers. And then on the outside, looking in, New England and the Jets are both 7-7. Patriots have Cincinnati. Jets have Jacksonville tomorrow night. So if Baltimore, I think the one that we're keeping an eye on is Baltimore and Atlanta for sure. And I think Baltimore can lose that game. So if Baltimore loses that game, let's assume the Chargers win. The Dolphins can jump up to 6, which would have them potentially facing Cincinnati in the first round. You want the Dolphins to eventually jump all the way up to five, where you would play Tennessee or Jacksonville in the first round. But right now, as currently lined up, the Dolphins have the seventh spot, which would send them in the first round at the number two seed, which is currently Kansas City. So, Bradley Chubb yesterday was on the VonCast. That's Von Miller's podcast, the VonCast. And Bradley Chubb spoke a little bit about a potential playoff matchup with Kansas City.
2: As of today, your first round playoff matchup would be versus the Chiefs. How do you feel about that matchup? Man, you know I'm ready to go, bro. Uh, Anytime (laughs) I got a chance to play them, Brad, hey... I'm gonna give it my all dog for sure. So uh the way things are going right now, if that's the matchup, it's gonna be dope, man. It's gonna be a uh kind of like a like a uh a, a, a circle moment, bro. Like everything coming together, like you know what I'm saying, being in Denver and not being able to get past that hump and it, being on a new team, a new situation, and, and being faced with that same obstacle again. So it's gonna be dope. Hopefully it works out like that. Right. Uh but we're gonna play these last three out, man, and and, and make sure we make the most of them. But if that were to happen, I know Tyreek would be happy. I know I would be happy, so it'll be it'll be dope.
3: So, there you got a little bit of Bradley Chubb there on the Voncast and I mean, I'm I'm not thrilled with the idea of playing at Kansas City, but uh I mean, it, you, we're keeping track of these games here because we're hoping the Dolphins could jump all the way up to number five, at worst, number six. I don't love the idea of playing at Cincinnati in the playoffs either, but the Dolphins already played at Cincinnati, and they were totally in that game for the most, if I remember correctly, they were in the game for the most part. I mean, they struggled, obviously, once Tua got hurt, but I feel like they were in that game. Uh, yeah, I, look, I like hearing a little bit from Bradley Chubb there. I like the confidence. Let me give you a little bit more, Bradley Chubb. Again, he was on the Von cast yesterday, and, uh, and here's Von Miller asking him uh, just about being traded to the Dolphins.
2: They traded you and a 2025 fifth-round pick for Chase Edmonds and a 2023 first-round pick and a 2024 fourth-round pick. How does that make you feel that the Miami Dolphins sent all of that to get Bradley Chubb? That's got to make you feel like, Hey, D-boy, yeah, want won't me. Boy. Hey, D-boy, yeah. how does that make you feel, my boy? Uh, on top of the world, bro, honestly, man, just to, to know, like I said, bro, you, it makes you think back to all the stuff that you've been through, all the stuff that you uh, fought through to get to that point and, like, to just to see it, it wasn't going unnoticed. You know what I mean? Sometimes you, like, yeah. might do something and be like, oh, nobody saw that, man. Like, I just put my all into that. Nobody noticed it or whatever. I'm going to just do it again. You know what I mean? And uh, you start seeing those little wins add up, add up, and uh, when you see it all come out like the way it did man it's just dope it's just like a uh a self-fulfilling feeling is one of those things that you want it again you don't want to want that feeling to stop you want to continue to try to be the best man and uh with all the talent in this league now man it's going to be hard it's going to have to push you It have to make you you know what I'm saying 10 times better uh in the off season then during, during the season and stuff like that too so i mean it, it was like it was a blessing man just to be wanted be felt be yeah all that yeah. and, and yeah. trying to bring all that energy out here to miami now
3: so there's a little bit of Bradley Chubb again. That's from the Von cast. and you know it sounds like he's uh, you know, here here's something I want to throw out there. Like I was having this conversation with a buddy of mine yesterday as well, just as far, and you know, Dave Hyde from the Sun Sentinel brought this up when we talked to him a couple of weeks ago, where I specifically said I was like Bradley Chubb had a pretty good game, and Dave made a good point where it's like he's being paid to be a lot better than pretty good. He's being paid to be excellent all the time, and that's true, but. You know, here's the thing, like, I was having this conversation with a buddy of mine yesterday about Bradley Chubb and his production, and I mentioned this to Ruthie Polinski at the beginning of this week as well. Look, I'm not an X's and O's guy, all right? That's not my thing. But I do have to believe that part of the reason that Jalen Phillips has been getting in the quarterback's face the last few weeks. Jalen Phillips is, I mean, he's he's on a tear right now. He's doing a terrific job. Even for a layperson like myself, don't I have to figure, don't we have to figure that there's so much going on on the field that we're not aware of? Don't we have to logically assume that Bradley Chubb's presence on one side of the line there is helping Jalen Phillips on the other side? I mean, without being a football expert, without... Knowing everything that's happening on the field, I feel like that's a pretty logical one to decipher. That the attention that is likely being paid to Bradley, Chubb, I mean Jalen Phillips, right now the last month, the last few weeks, last month is playing his best football of the season, right? I think we could all agree on that. Well, it, it coincidentally it, it, it appears at the same time as Bradley Chubb being here. Like I don't, I don't think that's a coincidence. You know, it's one of those deals where. You know, a guy like, let's say, Christian Wilkins in this instance, you know, where if you have a great defensive tackle, they're being double-teamed, they're taking up so much space there, and it opens things up for linebackers, opens things up for other guys on the line. You know, those old Dolph. you know, Zach Thomas, man. One of the reasons Zach Thomas was so successful, look, Zach Thomas, unbelievable. I mean, he should be in the Hall of Fame, it's a disgrace. But you don't think Zach Thomas knows what... Tim Bowens and Daryl Gardner were doing for him up the middle on that, you know, defensive line. Freeing these up for him. How about Adewale Ogunlia Before he went and signed that huge contract with Chicago. You don't think Jason Taylor, being on the other side of that line of scrimmage, had anything to do with Ogunlia being freed up and being able to have that monster season, all the sacks here before he left and got the big money with the Bears? You know, I, I don't know for sure. But I gotta figure that Bradley Chubb's presence is really helping Jalen Phillips. So a couple other things I want to get to here before we do big deal or not a big deal. Again, Wednesday night, all we got going on tonight. You got no football tomorrow. Now we got the Panthers tonight. We got AEW Dynamite tonight. Come on, the Elite. Uh, Death Triangle. I assume that they're going to uh, have their fifth match. Death Triangle right now, up three matches to one. So we'll be watching a little bit of AEW Dynamite tonight. Again, make sure that you're you're listening or watching on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash show. Make sure you're listening to It's Still Real to Me. It drops every Saturday. This past weekend, it was Sunday, but it drops every Saturday. Zaslo Show 2.0. It's still real to me, is myself and my partner, Joey Levin. We cover all the big stories in pro wrestling for the week. There's always a ton going on. So, got my stories from a couple nights ago, Monday Night Raw, which I have not finished yet. I'm, all, I'm behind on that. Tonight, we got AEW Dynamite. Hey, want to remind everybody if you're looking for, you're trying to get a little bit loose tonight, you want something to drink, you want to try something new, I'm sending you. I'm sending you to a brand new lifestyle. Johnny Cuba, European roots with the Caribbean soul. You start your evening if you want to sit back, kick back, relax out on the patio, by the pool, the sun's going down. You got a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba in a can. Right now, you can go to Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, Fresco Emos, At Winn-Dixie and Fresco, you got great holiday specials. Right now through the holiday season on six packs of Johnny Cuba cans. See, head on over there right now. Look, you could also pick up merchandise. You go on the Johnny Cuba website. I link to it in my social media. Remember, you always got to drink responsibly. But if you're out there on the street, you see the Johnny Cuba tent, you see the Johnny Cuba truck... Like, oh yeah, there you go, zazlo has been telling me that's his new beer, Johnny Cuba. So make sure you go check it out right now, Sedano's Presidente, Win dixie Fresco y Mas. Like I said, great holiday specials on six-packs of Johnny Cuba. Go grab yourself a Johnny, and remember, Johnny Cuba's mantra, stay tranquilo. So before we get to big deal or not a big deal, uh, a few other things as far as the Dolphins are concerned. Um... Yeah, so I was in the Miami Herald this morning, and I saw, th- this is funny because, you know, you'll have people who doubt the Dolphins, right, throughout the season. Even when the Dolphins were in the middle of their five-game streak, either it's because uh, they've been playing against teams that they were favoring in all those games, or and which is fair, or, you know, Tua, he's getting a ton of help from Tyreek Hill, which, by the way, look look at all the, look at the great young wide receivers, uh, excuse me, the great young quarterbacks in the league. Joe Burrow, right? Just look, just look at the guys in his class. Joe Burrow, right? He's got Jamar Chase. Justin Herbert. He's got Keenan Allen. Even Josh Allen this past week. Not exactly a coincidence that Josh Allen began to turn the corner when they tr- well when they signed Stefan Diggs. And now, Tua, he's got Tyreek Hill. Like it's not a coincidence. Tua's not oh Tua's only successful he's got Tyree Kill. It's part of the equation to put these kids, to put these young quarterbacks in a position to succeed. It's part of the it's part of the equation. And the Dolphins solved that part. So anyway, uh it's funny though, where you feel like the Dolphins and Tua should be getting credit and they're not getting credit. Because now, the Dolphins in the midst of a three-game losing streak, I feel like they're getting a lot of credit right now. I feel like you're getting a lot of, you know. Like, what I what I read here from, from Tony Dungy. So this was in the Herald this morning. Tony Dungy, three losses, but three tough places to play. Their offense got going against Buffalo, so I'm encouraged. Now, those are games you have to win if you want to be a playoff team, but I was encouraged. And I feel like I'm hearing a lot of that. Where they got back. Be- Look, moral victories, you don't want it. And I wasn't interested in hearing that either the first couple of days after the game. But... Yeah, they went out there and they sh- Tua can play in the cold. They could play in that kind of weather. They could score a ton of points on the road. They didn't make enough plays at the end. The better team won. The better quarterback won. But I feel like you got a lot of people, despite a three-game losing. It's weird, right? Five-game win streak? Eh, I'm not sure about the Dolphins. They, they may be Fugazi. Three-game losing streak? Eh, you know what? I'm encouraged with the Dolphins. I feel like I'm hearing a lot of that. It's interesting. But here, from Tony Dungy, where he also went on and said, I would have one suggestion for Coach Mike McDaniel. Run the ball in the red zone. When you're averaging eight yards a carry, please keep running it. And I I talked about this a couple days ago. Not that he's wrong, and it's and it's certainly easy to second guess it now, knowing the result, knowing what we. Now I I don't care about playing the result. Playing the result is such a stupid thing to say. Something happens, you talk about it. That's playing the result. That's 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 how this thing operates. Playing the result is a stupid phrase. But anyway. I thought Mike McDaniel had an interesting quote after the game when asked about getting away from the run in the fourth quarter. Look, the Dolphins were running the ball all over the place in the first half, especially in the first quarter. why did they get away with it? Well, if the team you're playing against, if the coaches are, are, are worth anything, they're going to make uh, some small adjustments. And one of those adjustments is, especially in the weather, they're going to force Tua to throw the ball. And they want to stop the run. And I thought Mike McDaniel had an interesting quote where it's, yeah, they're now, they're trying to stop the run. They made some adjustments so we can either keep trying to run the ball, which yeah, you can keep trying it. We can either keep trying to run the ball or we can pivot and do what this offense is built to do, which is pass the ball. I I, I don't, I don't really know how, like I get what Tony Dungy and other people are saying too about running the ball, run the ball. And they did run the ball that game. And they ran it with success. Especially when you go back to the previous games against the Chargers, against the 49ers, and even the win against the Texans. They were not running the ball at all. So they ran the ball, and they ran the ball well this past weekend. But doesn't that make sense what Mike McDaniel says there? If the defense is, they're, they're, I mean, they are stacking the box. They want to stop you from running it because they've adjusted to how you were running the ball well early in the game. There's weather now, so they want to force you to throw it. You can either keep running it which is what they're trying to stop, or you can do what you're good at. And that's pass the ball. So I I can't be critical about the play calling in the fourth quarter. I can't be critical about running the ball. Also, I want to mention here Javon Holland. Javon Holland's been pretty good at defending Tua. Remember, he was on that Instagram last week. He did the Instagram live where I think I played the clip for you where he was, uh, you know, the, the, the fake fans. You, you know, you all so quick to jump off the bandwagon. He's right. Uh, you know, and, and I even even the people who are sticking with Tua, like you got to put out there on social media Tua's still my quarterback. Like, really? that, that That's how fickle that, that you possibly are that after two games, you have to tell everyone that he's still your quarterback. Shut up. He sounds stupid. All right. Butch up a little bit. But here was, uh, yeah, Holland spoke about that the other day. Quote, two has been balling all year. We're in the NFL, which everyone is getting paid for a reason because everybody's an elite competitor. So there are going to be games where sometimes the other guy getting paid on the other side of the ball is going to have an advantage against the best of an individual, which, by the way, such a perfect way of saying it, too. It's like, oh, why don't they do this? Oh, well, you know what? There's another team on the other side there who's trying to stop you from doing those things. Javon Holland gets it. So when Tua's out there balling and doing his thing, he's getting all the love, but he has one poor game, and now he's the worst quarterback in the league. That's just something that irritated me. You got to have faith in somebody. You got to believe in somebody because like we have throughout this whole time here, we believed in him. Uh, we know what he could do and you guys see what he could do because he's a hell of a player. He leads us on the field and off the field. That's a defensive guy talking too. That's important. Somebody asked me if I was going to cry or something. I was not going to cry. I was just laying down because I was laying down and laying on the floor kind of side chilling. Yeah, if you watch the video, he was like kind of side chilling. So anyway, I like Javon Holland. I like guys on the defense defending too, man. But yeah, some of you guys that you need to butch up a little bit. is that look, realistically, well, not realistically. Like, like, the reality is, Tua's is eight and three as a starter this year. Come on, what are we talking about here? And the three games that he lost were all on the road. Two of those three, and I'm not defending his play in in two of the games because two of the games he played really poor, especially the San Francisco game. But two of the two of Tua's two three losses this year, all three are on the road, and two of them are against. Pretty much the AFC favorite, Buffalo. And while not first place, but the NFC favorite in San Francisco. You don't need to go out there and let everybody know Tua's still your quarterback. All right? It's it, it's it's silliness. Let's do big deal or not a big deal. Come on. All right. Here we go. Big deal or not a big deal. To wrap every show, you know how we do this. All right? And I want to start off here with The Rock. So everybody knows The Rock, right? And The Rock with Black Adam. Black Adam's part of the DC universe. And DC is essentially with James Gunn taking over. DC is kind of hitting the reset button. So, everybody's out. Like, Gal Gadot's out. Henry Cavill is out. They're starting over. Which... Sucks because I really liked the story that Zack Snyder was telling, but it'll probably be really good whatever they decide to do. I just hate the whole casting new actors and that kind of deal. But big deal or not a big deal, The Rock put out a statement yesterday. Here it is. My passionate friends, I wanted to give you a long-awaited Black Adam update regarding the character's future in the new DC Universe. James Gunn and I connected, and Black Adam will not be in their first chapter of storytelling. However, DC and Seven Bucks, that's his production company, have agreed to continue exploring the most valuable ways Black Adam can be utilized in future DC multiverse chapters. James and I have known each other for years and have always rooted for each other to succeed. It's no different now, and I will always root for DC and Marvel to win and win big. After 15 years of relentless hard work to finally make Black Adam, I'm very proud of the film we delivered for fans worldwide. I will always look back on the fan reaction to Black Adam with tremendous gratitude, humility, and love. We did great. Uh, and then, you know he's thanking everybody. Uh, I'm going, I'm going, not a big deal, because to me, yeah, that sounds just like a lot of lip service to calm everybody down right now. Black Adam's not in the first chapter of storytelling, but we're going to continue to work together, you know, to see if we could, you know, collaborate in the future. That to me means Black Adam's out. Like, why would this version of Superman, this version of Wonder Woman, this version of Batman all be out, but we're keeping Black Adam? He's not that important. He's not important enough. So I'm sure the rock is hoping that Black Adam will be thrown in somewhere and he'll be able to continue with this role. but that's that's not how it read to me. that that's not what it sounds like to me. So yeah, uh, I think he's out and and I'm going big deal. All right. Uh, number two, big deal or not a big deal. Mandy Rose from WWE. former. WWE NXT Women's Champion She lost the title last week after a 400 plus day reign And then was released the next day Because she's got this fan site account Which WWE deems inappropriate Well, Mandy Rose apparently recently Like over the last month Made a reported $500,000 with this site Which goes to show you I think she was probably given an option And she was like Now did she know she was going to get fired over it? Maybe not Maybe not but I think she was probably given an option she's like yeah you know I'm. they're not going to fire me I don't want to give this up I'm making too much money it's being reported that she's going to become a self-made millionaire good for her that's why she didn't want to give it up even if it cost her a job at WWE so I'm going big deal right there good for her good for Mandy Rose uh, number three big deal or not a big deal Franco Harris, legendary Pittsburgh Steeler receiver. He passed away. Immaculate reception. Everybody knows that it was trending on Twitter. He passed away. It was announced this morning. The cause of death was not announced. 72 years old. That's a big deal. Everybody likes Franco Harris. And, you know, forever he will be known as having one of the all-time biggest plays in the history of the NFL. So Franco Harris passes away. That's a big deal. And finally here, how big deal or not a big deal. How about the University of Miami men's basketball team? I told you this yesterday. Number 22 Miami Hurricanes, who are really good. They are now 12-1 after beating number 6 Virginia at go Center last night. Virginia now with just their second loss. I think it was their second loss. Number 6 Virginia upset by number 22 Miami. A two-point win. They go 64-62. Coach Allen and them boys. Isaiah Wong and them boys. So the Hurricanes... Start paying attention. I'm telling you, the Canes basketball team, not only are they definitely a tournament team this year, but they may be a team that makes some real noise in the tournament this year. So keep an eye on that. You got to figure with the new rankings that, that they're going to jump into the low teens, I believe. They're really good, Canes basketball, this year. That's a big deal. And that right there is another addition. A big deal or not a big deal. Yes! Yes! Excellent job today. Excellent job by everyone. Got a fun show planned for everyone tomorrow. I'm not going to tell you what it is, though. I'm going to have you tune in, and you're going to have to be surprised, and you're going to have to find out everything that we got going on. So like I said, you got the Panthers tonight. You got no heat. You got AEW Dynamite. Make sure you listen to It's Still Real to Me. Hey, on this podcast, make sure you like, you rate, you, uh, you comment, all that good stuff. That's what... That does good for the algorithm, all right? And I got to make sure everybody knows, if you're looking for somewhere to watch the game tomorrow night, Briny Irish Pub. Jaguars, Jets, they always got your football, and they got the NFL Sunday ticket there, which is kind of going to be the Saturday ticket this week. But I'm planning on being there. Briny Irish Pub, Atlantic Boulevard, all the way to the ocean. But don't park in the ocean. Park around the back of the Briny, all right? You can park there, free parking. They'll validate you. Briny Irish Pub, Pompano Beach. I'll be there Sunday for the Dolphins game. They got live music every night, including tonight, starting at 7 p.m. You got Greg B., and you got Wednesday Fish and Chip specials tonight, Just 13.99. $13.99. Briny Hour, that's the happy hour. Briny Hour, Monday through Friday from 4 to 7 p.m., and like I told you, live music seven days a week, including tonight, starting at 7 p.m. Briny Irish Pub, the world's greatest upscale dive bar. That's what we're talking All right, very good. So there you have it. That's today's show. Appreciate everyone's hard work and putting the show together today. Thank you to everyone. Love you guys out there. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. You know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done Of Johnny Cuba, make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well, we got the hot sauce coming up, Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo, because more is always brewing. You know, when my wife and I became homeowners, I mean, keeping the Zazlo mansion safe, that's not an easy task unless you call Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. If you're looking for affordable care that offers the best coverage for your home, your motorcycle, your car, your boat, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services, their team has the expertise and experience to find the right coverage for you, including comprehensive policies for both trailers and motorhomes. Let their team help you learn more about your policy options so you can make an informed decision that's not going to keep you up at night. Bruntinsurance.com. When it comes to home, renters, and condo insurance, your options, hey, it it can be dizzying. Don't worry. They specialize in making the confusing crystal clear with their fully licensed team helping you along every step of the way. Bruntinsurance.com, 954 589-2204.
0: Hi, I'm Cindy Lauper. My scalp was covered with psoriasis. Felt like I was trapped between a rock and a hard place. Then I started Cosentix.
2: every time.
0: And if you love the fillet of fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba 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 ba. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.
2: Hey friends, are you struggling to attract and retain top talent? If you're worried about recruiting and retention, consider Insperity, a leading HR provider. They'll help you improve hiring and compensation practices so you can spend more time growing your business and less time on HR. Visit insperity.com and download their free ebook on how to build your dream team. Don't let a lack of talent hinder your success. See how insperity provides HR that makes a difference at insperity.com.
0: When it comes to teaching kids and teens about money, practice makes perfect. That's where Greenlight comes in with a debit card and money app of their own. Kids learn to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest. Parents send instant money transfers, create custom chores, and automate allowance. While kids track their spending, set savings goals, and practice money skills they can use today and for life. Get one month free when you sign up at greenlight.com slash podcast.